Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hanging with these. <laughs> Episode number 51. Uh, 52. Two, sorry, 52. 52. 52. I was just looking at which episode it was so that I wouldn't get that wrong, and <clears throat> we see what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am your host, Ease, and of course with me, as always, is Dylan. And strap in, because... Uh, I think it's going to be a long one today. Yeah, we have uh, much, much to cover, uh, not only in the sports world, but also... Over in uh, TV land and, and radio world and all kinds of stuff, movies. Uh, but we will kick it off with the probably the uh, probably the s- biggest for us, but probably second biggest in the world of sports with the NCAA tournament, right. which I'll also touch on. Uh, but NFL free agency and the news that comes with it. Uh, obviously, the league year doesn't start until. Thursday, Wednesday, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, the seventeenth, St. Patty's Day. They expect all these athletes to not go out and get shit faced, and instead show up and sign their deals while well, all their can't. friends and family are out getting shit faced. Well, they shouldn't be because it's COVID and it takes all of us. Fuck off. Uh, so yeah, but they have what is probably the dumbest thing that they could possibly come up with in the two days prior to the free agent or league year, and that is what they call the legal tampering yeah. period. Uh, basically, teams have two days to begin negotiating with free agents that aren't their own, and typically you'll see several, several names agree to terms uh, in those two days before they can legally sign, and that is exactly what is happening right now. Um, before we touch on that, uh the, the one thing that we were talking about for the last few weeks that we hadn't heard, hadn't heard, finally came to be, and that is Drew Brees officially announced his retirement via his children on Instagram. I thought that was kind of a cute video. Though. It was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, after I don't even know how long. 20 years. Yeah, Drew Brees has finally hung it up, which we all pretty much knew was going to happen. Um, he actually renegotiated his contract weeks ago. Uh, to help their salary cap issues just in case. But, yeah, so he's gone. Um, and uh, surefire Hall of Famer. First ballot for sure. Yeah, uh, despite only the, the one Super Bowl, he's at or near the top in just about every statistical category. I got to jump in there for a second because I fucking hate that. Oh, he only won one Super Bowl. So, 
You talk to any NFL player and they say the same thing. Do you have any idea how fucking hard it is to win? Oh, I 100 percent agree. Look at Dan Marino. Right. For for, I mean, for all intents and purposes, Dan Marino could arguably be in the discussion for greatest pure quarterback of all time. Yeah. Never won a Super Bowl. Never made. No, he did make it to one. Yeah. And and early in his career, like second year, and never ever sniffed it again. Right. Um, and yeah, he's like I said, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So yeah, I agree with you there that that's not the uh, end all be all when when judging a career. But it, it, take away the Super Bowls, his his stat line still says he's fucking Hall of Famer, right? So yeah, kudos to Drew on a great career, and already uh, it's been announced that he is joining the NBC. Sunday night football team. Yeah, he signed that deal last year, actually. Yeah. That uh, he's joining NBC Sports. I think initially he's going to be the color guy for the Notre Dame games with Mike Tirico. And then when Al and Chris retire, which I'm assuming it's going to be very, very soon, that team is going to take over for, for uh, Sunday well, night football. Well, he's going to be in studio, though, for Sunday night football. He announced that on, I believe it was the Today Show on – uh, like Monday or something like that, Monday or oh, Tuesday. Okay. But, yeah, he's he's going to be on Sunday Night Football this season. Oh, okay. And he's going to be one of the talking heads. And then depending on how things go in the booth, I think that uh, he might move in From to that, what I heard, to that role af- afterwards. Unless, I mean, I don't know. I guess if I had the choice, do I want to travel every week or do I just want to go to a studio once a week and talk football? I yeah, but I'm sure commentators make more money. Probably because of that. So. Yeah, probably. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, and so that leads us into the free agency period. And like the Saints especially had to make some moves. Uh, notably, Emmanuel Sanders was cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janoris Jenkins was cut. Mm-hmm. And I know several people um, restructured and everything and it looks like they're going to be cap compliant. Um, now, we are a Steeler focused show so i'm going to lead off with that and the best news for us as uh, steeler fans is that we were able to re-sign cam sutton Mm -hmm. who uh is as of right now our third corner um mike hilton still out there and available unsigned so and sutton stepped in pretty well when when cam hayden went down so I'm, i'm very happy that we got him at a pretty good deal two years nine million um, so not bad at all, and that will get us through these next couple of years where the salary cap's going to have to slowly creep back up until the new TVD deal hits, and then it's going to be a free agent frenzy. And that is kind of what is uh, going on across the board. We're not seeing any record-smashing deals. There are a couple guys that got good good money, but nothing, you know, we're not seeing any, like, Patrick Mahomes deals. Yeah, and and not only that, we're not seeing long contracts. Right. Most of the contracts we're seeing are in the three-year range. Some are even smaller than that. And that's teams playing, you know, teams and players really uh, playing it careful. Granted, you do risk injury, but you don't want to lock yourself into a subpar deal now. Mm -hmm. And then when the money is there in two years – you're grossly underpaid, right? You know, so a lot of a lot of players and teams are basically taking that into uh, effect. And then 
Uh, the weird deal that I heard was Taysom Hill. He had a four-year, $140 million contract. Yeah, which... But all four years are avoidable. Avoidable, yeah. And, and we'll get into that as well. Uh, the Steelers brought back... Uh, now I'm completely... B.J. Finney. Oh, okay. Uh, who, went with, who went to the Bengals. He was released as a casual... Uh, salary cap casualty. And so we brought him back. So that is uh, a likely, although not 100% guaranteed, replacement for Dermot. Or Dermot wow. Dermani Dawson, really? Wow. It's Mike Webster. Marquise, yeah, Mike Webster. Marquise Pouncey. Um, Finney is versatile. So even if he doesn't come in and start, he is one of those guys that can play multiple positions on the line. And we got him for a hell of a deal. So I am all in favor of that. Plus, it's a little bit of continuity uh, for Ben. Um, other Steeler news is Zach Banner, who was supposed to have been the start. It was the starting right tackle last year until he got hurt in what the second game. No week one. Was it week one? Yeah. yeah. Like the like fourth first, quarter of yeah. week one. Yeah. Tore his ACL and he was expected to do some really good things from that right tackle spot. And for everything I see online and, and through his own social media, he is just killing it in rehab and and is out to prove something. So um, that allowed us to let uh, JT Filer, who replaced him, mm. move on, who went to San Diego. Which Where? San Diego. He's a Padre? L.A. Fuck off. What is it? What went is your deal with to, I don't, you and dead name and teams? Well, I don't know. Maybe because for my entire fucking life, they were the San Diego Chargers. I actually just now got to the point where I don't do that anymore. But, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he signed with the Chargers uh, three years, $21 million. Uh, I think that's a little high. Byler, he was three solid. Three years, $21 million? $7 million a year. Yeah, that's – yeah. no, I, I was yeah. just – Yeah, yeah for, that's too much. For a middle-of-the-road guy, He, like I said, he didn't – for one, he couldn't win the job in camp. And right. then when Banner went down, he came in, and granted – he played decent enough, but a lot of that had to do with the fact that Ben held the ball for two seconds or less every right. time he threw it. And we all know that the running game was, was shit. So, yeah, seven mil per for, for Filer, I think, is a little bit of a, a stretch. So, um, but anyway, yeah, we brought back P.J. Finney. We're getting back uh, Sutton, getting back. Um, who's the other one? Oh, Banner. Um, there's rumors that they might go after Jesse James, mm -hmm. which I would be all in favor of because we've got Eric Ebron, who is our pass catcher. Jesse James is no slouch, and he's good in the run game. No. So I, I would not at all be surprised with that. Um, Joe Hayden and Steven Nelson both look like they're solid. I still could see possible restructures. Because while we're under the cap, we still have work to do. Um, that being said, the other guys uh, that are free agents, the big names, and the, the biggest one we had went off the board yesterday, and that is Bud Dupree, who signed with the, or hasn't signed yet, but has agreed two terms with, the Tennessee Titans, where he will go and basically it's a three-year deal where he is making... 16 million per. Damn. 
Yeah. And look, I wanted to keep Bud Dupree, but not at $16 million because the bottom line is Bud Dupree for three years was average at best. Do you not? Do you agree with that? Oh, yeah. He was um, a pretty big. We were saying he was a bust until his. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then T.J. Watt got better and better to the point where he was the def- the focus, and then Bud Dupree kind of blossomed after that. So I personally feel like they're overpaying. To be fair, though, a big change, too, is that we moved him to left, the left side instead of the right side. Or, I'm sorry, the right side instead of the left side. Yeah, he was going he up against the left tackles. better yeah. from that position. So, so. And and it's Tennessee. They've got a solid defense, not great. But here's what might hurt Bud Dupree is that they don't have a dominant right or other side right. edge as of yet. So uh, I wish him all the luck in the world. I wish we could have signed him, uh, but not for $16 million a year. That just wasn't going to happen. So he's gone. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster has not signed anywhere. Right. And – that's kind of surprising. And one of the things that I found interesting was the, the Titans wide receiver, Corey Davis went to the jets mm. for three years, 37.5 million, 27 of which is guaranteed. So just do the math on that. All right. And it, it comes out to, was it? Yeah, it was three years. Um, I mean, that's, that's quite a bit of money for a guy like that. And what does that say for Juju? As like, far as getting well, a comparable deal? Yeah. I, I, you got to wonder if they didn't settle for Corey Davis because the big rumor was Juju was going to the jets mm. has been for, for several weeks. Right. So the fact that there was no real talk there and they get Corey Davis might indicate that Juju is pricing himself out of the market. For all the teams out there that need wide receivers, uh, Juju is not, you know, getting that phone call. So I don't know. Interesting. Uh, his mom tweeted or Instagram that she couldn't see him in anything but black and yellow. And uh, but the word behind the scenes is that Juju has basically told everybody goodbye, and he even yeah. answered a. Sports Illustrated online poll basically answered that, that yeah, he's not coming back. So, right. um, uh, that being said, I'm just going to kind of go through some of these and the ones that stick out. We will talk about, um, oh, back to the Steelers real quick. I talked about the Saints getting rid of Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. I would welcome him back yeah. at a, you know, decent re- deal. reasonable deal because yeah. while I love the young receivers we have, Bringing in a guy like Manny Sanders, that nice veteran presence, has some continuity with Ben and familiarity with the offense. Maybe we can get these kids off TikTok. Yeah, I, I would. Nice. I would love to get Manny Sanders back. I, I know that I'm not getting the Manny Sanders from a few years ago, mm-hmm. but as a possible two through the the four spot in the wide receiver game, I'll take him all day. Yeah, yeah. he was pretty good last year too. When he was was targeted, yeah, Yeah. there were some some issues early on, and then he got better when Michael Thomas went down, and then towards the end of the season, kind of got forgotten again. But 
Uh, just going through some of the, uh, the Jaguars stole Shaquille Griffin away from the Seahawks, who were trying pretty hard to retain him, but it uh, looks like he's going to go with good old Urban Meyer. Um, we talked about Taysom Hill's big contract. They have also signed Jameis Winston mm-hmm. to a one-year deal and basically going to let him battle it out in camp and see what happens. I don't, I don't like that. Uh, well, I just think it's gonna because I don't believe in Taysom Hill. I don't. I don't as either. as a quarterback. No. And granted, yes, they they gave him that big ridiculous contract, but of course they covered their asses, made it mostly voidable. But you know, what if they both kind of struggle? Because while Jamin Jameis Winston has a lot of talent, he also tends to throw a lot of picks. So I could see some back and forth with that. Right. That that just doesn't work on the pro level very often. Right. So, I mean, I think the what I would do is, uh, yeah, because I need to tell fucking Sean Payton, Super Bowl winning coach, what to do. Um, what I would do is have Jameis be the starter and have keep Taysom in as that gadget, which sort of X factor type is player. where he thrives. Yeah, I think that'd be better for everyone involved. So maybe you work in more passing when he's in that X factor role. Right, I would agree. And even every now and then you could throw him in under center or in a traditional quarterback role. But for the most part, I agree with you. Uh, unless he just absolutely comes out in camp and kills it, I would do what you said. Go with Jameis Winston and, and use Taysom in that, that slash role that yeah. I grew to love for so long. Right. Um, a couple other big names of note. Both of the Baltimore Ravens edge rushers have gone elsewhere one of which went to the evil empire. Mm-hmm. Um, Patriots. Yeah, then that is Matthew Judon. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe. Ngakwe went... Uh, now I can't remember where he went. I'll see it in a second. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bengals stole... As... A woozy, yeah. Chidobi a woozy, yeah. The cornerback who played for, I believe, the Cowboys. Um, Panthers tight end goes to Jacksonville. Uh, the the Patriots. Have you seen the Patriots? They are spending a lot. They of are money. spending a shitload of money. Did you see the meme I shared? From NFL memes earlier today. Yeah, where the Dumb and Dumber. Mm-mm. Oh, why? No. Is it? Bill Belichick, uh, after one bad season, and it's the settings in Madden salary cap off. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, I seen one. It was a, a meme of um, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, where they, he's just handing out the money. Here you go. Checking, Here you yeah, go. and it's all these free agents because uh, not only did they get Matthew Judon on the defensive side, they got two of the top tight ends. Yeah, they got Hunter Henry and uh, Johnu Smith. Mm-hmm from the Chargers and Titans, respectively. They picked up uh, a couple of receivers. They stole one of the tackles, the right tackle for the Chiefs. Yes. Uh, it says there, look, looks like they're interested in James Hlatt, bringing him back. Yeah, and the Bucks are actually looking at James White. Mm. I wonder why. Yeah. Um, it's a mystery. Yeah. So, yeah, here's what the Patriots have done. They got Hunter Henry. 
They got Matthew Judon. They got Nelson Aguilar, Aguilar who right. kind of had a, a resurgence last season. You remember um, how to catch the fucking ball. Yeah, with the Raiders. So, um, Johnny Smith, we talked about from the Titans. They got uh, Jalen Mills, the safety. Excuse me. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, who was a 49er receiver. And I got to be honest, I don't remember really reading his name nope. all that much. And he is agreeing to a three-year, $22 million deal. It's seven mil per for yeah. a receiver that I haven't really heard of. Right. But that's why I do this and they do that. Right. Um, but, yeah, they are shelling out the cash. They Brought also yeah, re-signed Cam Newton for $13.5 million for one season. Um, but it still screams to me that with them getting these uh, receivers and tight ends, they're probably still going to target a quarterback in the draft. And they've signed a lot of defensive players, and they've got a couple big ones coming back that, that sat out. Yeah, I mean, so, people forget that. They had six it, players opt out last year. Yeah, the the Patriots, while we loved the fact that they were 7-9 and nine and out and looked shitty, uh, it's still Bill Belichick. And they're not, you know, they're not done. Yeah. I mean, they, they went seven and nine last year with six opt outs and all those guys are coming back and they just got a bunch of guys a, in free a, agency. A huge upgrade. Yeah. In several areas, including their offense. Uh, I don't think Cam Newton is a bad quarterback. He had no weapons. He was new in that system. So the Patriots could, could come back and challenge Buffalo next season because they're definitely spending the money to do so. Right. Uh, let's see. Yeah. James White, like I said, he's out there. Uh, pretty attractive option. If you're a team that likes to use that, that running, you know, that pass catching running back, mm-hmm. um, and Dominica Sue trying to work a deal with the bucks bucks look like they're keeping everybody or at least most, uh, because they agreed to a 10 year deal with or $10 million one year deal with Gronk. Mm-hmm. Uh, they of course franchised Godwin, I have to assume there's going to be a contract coming soon to where he's not going to make whatever it was, 16 million, something like that for the one season. Although they've got cap space. So maybe they're just going to say, fuck it and do it. Right. But uh, it looks like they are doing everything in their power to keep everybody together. But what I see here, if they get James white, I don't think they're going to have for net now for net. No, I don't either. Uh, because Ronald Jones proved that he was probably the better option when healthy, although Fournette came in and did well when he, you know, did get in there. But you don't need two basically identical running backs. Right. I mean, Jones gives you a little bit better pass catching. Fournette's a little bit better power runner. But if I could go with Ronald Jones and James White as my runner and, and pass catching running back, I'm okay with that. And let Leonard Fournette, because Leonard Fournette probably wants a little extra cheese, probably on his taco. Let's <laughs> get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Bucks doing everything they can to keep their their team together. Fournette is interesting. Uh, we talked about Aaron Jones. There was a lot of speculation the Steelers might be interested in Aaron Jones. He got re-signed. Yep. Four years. Uh, God, it was I want four years, thirty some million. Yeah. Almost forty million, if right. I'm not mistaken. Uh, Broncos are picking up the option on Von Miller, so he's not going anywhere. And let's see. Ryan Fitzpatrick has joined his ninth team. 
And instead of retiring, he's going to the Washington football team for a one-year deal, $10 million, fuck off. Uh, so, yeah, Fitz is going to Washington. I would imagine is the mentor role. I, I don't think their plan is to go into the season with him as a starter, but you never know. Right. I mean, that's he's there if they need him. All right. Uh, let's see. Carl Lawson goes to the Jets. Big uh, pass rusher from the Bengals. So Jets are spending a little money. Maybe they might try and win a few games next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, Matt Filer. I got his name wrong earlier. Signed with the Chargers. Yeah, the three-year, $21 million. Talked about that. There's the Bud Dupree. Uh, Devontae Booker signs with the Giants to help shore up their running game. There's the Corey Davis. Urban Meyer gets uh, Carlos Hyde, former Buckeye. Um, I would imagine as a compliment to... James Robinson, who had that breakout rookie season last year, so gives him a, a solid backup if Robinson hits that, you know, sophomore slump. Right. Uh they yeah. also brought in Philip Dorsett. Yeah, Philip Dorsett, who was one of those guys that everybody thought he was gonna break out. Yeah. He went to uh he was with the Patriots, then he went to the Colts. Yeah. And now he is with Jacksonville and uh gonna be catching patch passes from uh Good old Trevor. Right. Uh, Gronk we already talked about. Rams get a solid outside linebacker in Leonard Floyd. Well, re-sign him. But... Oh, and Gakwe went to the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Yannick and Gakwe goes to the Raiders. So uh, they're trying to uh, improve that defense that was kind of hit and miss last season. Mostly miss. It was pretty yeah. fucking terrible. And let's see. Packers uh, and Jamal Williams uh, look to be parting ways, but we'll see. Probably because they, uh, they drafted A.J. Dillon last year. They are keeping... Yeah, they're keeping Aaron Jones, which that kind of surprises me because Dillon looked like he was going to be a stud. It, you know, oh, in the uh, limited okay. use that he got. So I was really surprised that they signed Aaron Jones to that big of a deal. Yeah, me too. Especially because Jamal Williams is pretty good too. So you'd think yeah. that they would have those two I, guys. I, and... I think I would have went Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon yeah. and just went, there we go. All right. Fuck. What? Breaking news in the free agent world. The Jaguars are signing former Steelers defensive end Tyson Alualu to a two-year, $6 million deal. Yeah, that sucks. We couldn't fucking afford $3 million? God damn it. No, because we had to re-sign. Yeah, that's, I mean. Ben. That's that's where we got him from. He played for, he was a a first-round pick. With the Jags and, uh, and just never really got anything done. And then he goes to a good defense and he has a breakout year. Guess what, Jacksonville? You don't have the Steeler defense. You're getting the same guy back. He didn't just magically become good in one season. Granted, he played well, but it helps when you're in the middle between Stephon Tuitt and Cam Hayward and TJ Watt and Bud Dupree slash Alex Highsmith. That's going to make a nose tackle look pretty fucking good. Right. And he's not even 
I don't even think he's going to be a nose there because his true position is defensive end. We moved him inside right. because we had to it and, and Hayward. But I would have liked to see us get him back. But, yeah. I think they'd probably leave him at D-tackle if that's what he did well at. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, but that's – you got to remember, we play a 3-4 defense. Yeah. And they do not. They play a 4-3. Four, four, okay. So, unless they're going to switch it up. Um, they might just move them around. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that could be too. I mean, I wish him luck, but I don't – like I said, unless they get a lot better on defense to help free him up, I don't – I don't know. It's not like they broke the bank for him, so kudos to him. Another one bites the dust. Uh, let's see. Chiefs. Oh, yeah. You said the Patriots got – one of the Chiefs offensive linemen. Well, that's because the Chiefs got one of the Patriots offensive linemen. <laughs> uh, Joe Thune, a five-year, $80 million deal. That's so far the biggest deal I've seen Jesus. so far, and he's a guard. Wow, all right. He's not even fixing their tackle problems, but um, losing Schwartz, uh, this will help alleviate that because he is a stud and was rumored to be on the, uh, the a possible franchise tag person, but they didn't do it. And he goes to the uh, Super Bowl losers. Uh, yeah, Matthew Judon, four years, $56 million. So him and... Uh, Got uh, no. Bud Dupree, uh -huh. as far as... Because I, I would say that they're pretty comparable and their skill set uh, looks like fairly comparable money. Looks like Bud got more than Judon. And we'll see whether or not that is going to pan out for him. Now, all that being said, uh, oh, yeah, Steelers did extend Kevin Colbert for one more year. But behind the scenes, he's saying that when Ben leaves, he's gone. So I expect this to be his last season with us, mm. which kind of sucks because he's really good GM. Yeah. I mean, you don't often have a GM for 22 years. Uh, yeah, Shaq Barrett was the other big signing that the Bucks did bringing him back. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think if there was anything we missed early on 49ers re-signed just Kyle. Oh, that was your cue to pronounce that last name. Huh? Uh, I know I've heard it. Just times. Jasicki. No, I don't think it's Jasicki. And they're fullback that, the white guy that hits people really hard. Mm. All right. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Jones, four-year deal, $48 million. I'm sorry. Wow. I was wrong. Four, $12 fucking million a year for Aaron Jones. Huh. Granted, when healthy, he's a stud. But I thought we learned from Le'Veon Bell that you don't pay running backs that kind of money, especially when you got a guy like A.J. Dillon, who looks like he is, is the heir apparent. I said years ago, and you and your brother argued with me. I'm like, no, you do not pay running backs, goddammit. But apparently the fucking Packers didn't hear me either. So, yeah. And then, so branching off of all of that, big rumor, literally hours after we went uh, off the air last week, the big rumor was that a deal with Russell Wilson going to the Bears was imminent. And so far we ain't seen it. I mean, to the point where Twitter was blowing up on Thursday because they thought that that was the day that it was going to happen, and it did not. Uh, not to say it won't, but so far. Uh, 
other free agents that I find that are interesting that are still out there. Obviously, James Conner with Steelers. Mm -hmm. Antonio Brown. Mm -hmm. Le'Veon Bell. Mm -hmm. You know, these are these are guys that a couple of years ago would have been at the top of everybody's list. Not necessarily James Conner, but especially A.B. and, and Le'Veon Bell. Right. And, of course, on Twitter, everybody's like, bring Bell back to Pittsburgh. Nobody's saying that about A.B., though. Mm -hmm. um, and I would do it if the numbers were right. Right. I would absolutely bring Le'Veon Bell back because, again, familiarity with Ben and the offense hasn't really changed a whole lot. And the offensive line, while did not play great last year, I think there is potential there depending on health and, and whatnot. And I would, I'd be perfectly fine with Le'Veon Bell coming back at a you know nice – like a vet minimum salary type deal because he already got his guaranteed money from the Jets. Not like he's hurting, but right. I doubt it's going to happen. Right. Um, the draft will tell that tale because I want Najee Harris. So of all that, what what do you what are your thoughts? Um, I think the most like I said the most intriguing deal to me is the Taysom Hill four years, hundred forty million, but they're all voidable. That's so fucking weird yeah. to me. It's like it's barely a contract then, right? Which uh, did you hear about the the Tom Brady extension? Yes, I did. Same, basically the same thing. He re, depending on which news site you went to, some were calling it a four year extension. Some were basically saying what it was, which was a one year extension, and that is they extended it one more year, so that would be through twenty twenty two. But the contract numbers and wording actually puts him there to 2025 mm. but those following four or five years are, are voidable mm. so like jake jake actually text me text me something like was well, he gonna die on the football field mm -hmm. and i said hopefully but <laughs> you didn't um, text him that did you tom that no which i'll get into that yeah, too okay. um but yeah it's voidable so he's locked in for the next two years and then after that, they can basically cut him risk-free, and his bonus money has already been kicked down the road. Anyway, um, as far as the ones that I find the most interesting, um, definitely Bud Dupree at, at the kind of money that he's making. I, I don't know. I just don't. Uh, and coming off an ACL, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if he makes it through the whole contract because – as a Steeler fan, I've watched him from a rookie, and he has been average at best, basically. He had flashes of greatness every season here and there, but right. not consistently until this year. Right. And without having an opposite side edge, uh, I think he's going to see a lot of double teams, and I, like I, said, I don't think he sees the end of that contract. I right. just don't. Hmm. And then, you know, Juju – so far, not really garnering any interest, at least nothing that anybody is speaking of, given the fact that he is one of you know the, the higher-rated wide receivers available out there. Kenny Galladay is another guy that has drawn yeah. uh, no interest as of yet, or at least no public interest. I'm sure there are teams that are talking to these players, but uh, nobody has really said anything. 
question. What would you think about Adrian Peterson coming into Pittsburgh? Only if we get Najee Harris or Travis Etienne in the draft. Yeah. If we get a stud young guy, then yes, I would take Adrian Peterson as a mentor slash, you know, spell back type thing while sure. we see what we've got with this young guy. But yeah, I wouldn't be against that okay. if, if he would come. Because he still, last season, showed flashes that he still had it. I mean, right. I don't expect him to put up 250 anytime on a Sunday, but mm. he can go out there and, and grind you out some tough yards still. Sure. So, yeah. After, uh, I, I, I don't know, I got a feeling that we're going to see a lot more names pop up tomorrow when it becomes official. I think a lot of these players are probably fielding offers left and right and just kind of going to take these two days to kind of weigh their options and see where they want to go. And tomorrow we might have a, a an influx of, of new signs and things like that. Right. Uh, while we're on football, go ahead and talk about it. Uh, or do you want to introduce it? Or yeah, I'll introduce it. Okay, go ahead. Um, Tom Brady gave out his phone number yesterday. Um, I, it's something I've seen a few comedians do it a few years ago. It's not, or a few months ago. It's not what you think it is. Yeah, it's basically out. an avenue for them to send you text messages to promote shit. Because like Burt Kreischer did it, yeah, I never got a text back. So, what did you text him? Okay. So, yeah, I text him. Hold on, you're not gonna get arrested for it, right? No. Okay. No. I look. I was proud of myself. You showed restraint. Yes, oh, much. Wow. Uh, and I'll I'll read through the whole thing. The whole thing, wow. Okay. Well, I mean the whole chain, because. Uh, okay. Uh, so you started off by texting him, and um, my text was, "I'm a Steelers fan, forty years strong. I hate you, but I have to admit, after seeing you at the boat parade, I hate you a little less. Good luck in 2021, but not too much." Wow. Right? Wow. Aren't you proud of me? I am. No death threats. No go fuck yourselves. Yeah. I I sat Did, back and I looked at that and I was a little mad at myself because I wanted to be more myself. But I was just like a proud papa moment. I was proud of myself for showing restraint. Yeah. It's, probably, it's like what you would say to him if you actually ran into him. And there were security cameras. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So immediate response is a link. And it says, what's up? Yes, this is actually Tom Brady. This message is automated, but everything else will come directly from me. Mm. That's a lie. Yeah. And I'll go into that here in a second. Uh, on my phone. Yeah, this message is automated, but everything else will come directly from me on my phone. Liar. Yeah, Liar. Yeah. Click the link and add yourself so you're in my contacts. And you click the little link, mm -hmm. and it actually downloads his v card mm -hmm. and i can show you it's right there okay it says so it puts it in my phone mm. with that phone number mm. as tom brady mm. so for people that didn't maybe notice this some night out at a bar and be like oh fuck yeah i'm friends with tom brady here's his number look got yeah. it in my phone but i haven't called it yet oh i'm sure it doesn't yeah even ring. you know what we're gonna do that as okay. soon as I finish reading this, I'll okay. put it on speakerphone and see what happens. Okay. 
Um, and then it's so I clicked the link and I s- signed up for it, or uh, not really signed up. You don't have to. You Opt just have to give. Yeah. yeah, you have to give your name, or whatever. And then it says locked you in. Make sure to save my contact card as well. Message frequency will vary. Message and data rates may apply. Reply help for help. Stop to cancel. Mm. So that alone should tell you that it's sh- a shill. Right. Of course. And because yet he still has not addressed what I said to him. Right. And then he did post a video, or not post, but sent it to me. And it says, told you it's really me. And, and here, I'll just play the video for you. After I press play and turn the volume up so you can hear it. Boomer's trying to work a phone. Hey, what a busy, exciting day for me. I'm still working through a lot of these messages. But uh, thank you guys for reaching out. And you guys are going to hear from me soon. Yeah, but Yeah. We'll see. I should just start blowing his phone up. (laughs) Answer me, Tom. All right, but here. I'm going to call him live right now on the air. Okay. This will be very disappointing. What are we going to... What if he answers? Yeah, that would be funny. But here we go. Yeah. Press dial. I bet it doesn't even ring. Oh, shit, it's ringing. <coughs> Straight to voicemail. Three rings. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages at this time. Imagine that. I saw in that same link I shared and tagged you in, someone commented, uh, Stan, writing a letter. It's like, Dear Tom, <laughs> I texted you, but you still ain't calling you. Yeah, so I'll look, I'll keep you updated if I ever get an actual response from him. Uh, I think I will probably like text him once a week just to see. Mm. We're like going to Andy deframe it, basically. Yeah. And then he'll respond. It'll be two texts. And then he'll build you a library in your house. Yeah. Why not? Um, his only rule was no text on game day because mm. he's busy. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. I, 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 I. So, yeah, you got my hopes up for nothing. I'm just waiting on the commercials for the, what's it, T12 or whatever. I was going to say, yeah. T- TB12 exactly. system. Yeah. Which I, you know, my fat ass could probably use a little TB12, but we'll see. Uh, any other thoughts on the whole NFL shebanga bang? Um, no, not really. That pretty much covers it. Which again, once the league year officially starts, um, I think we'll get a lot more news by the end of the weekend. We didn't really see the massacre though. Not yet. Well, the league well, year yeah, is yeah, tomorrow. I mean, right it should have. If there's going to be a massacre, it better happen in the next. Yeah, that's a good point. Several hours. Huh. Uh, they basically got until what noon, noon tomorrow right, or whatever yeah. it is. To or it's probably probably three p.m. is when I the think, NFL yeah. tends to. I don't know why the fuck you would choose the afternoon for that to begin the league year. West should Coast be teams. the morning. West um, Coast teams. Fuck them. <laughs> but still. Three or they do it usually four p.m. Yeah. Eastern time. Yeah, so that's noon, West Coast time. Is it? Is it? No, it's one. Yes. All right. Yeah. What well, you said three, and that's three our time. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, like I said, we might see some cuts tomorrow, but 
hard, hard to say. I'd, I would have thought that if there were going to be a mass amount of cuts that uh, they'd have been coming through uh, before now. We know, obviously, the Saints cut a couple of big names. Norris Jenkins, Emmanuel Sanders are out there. But uh, other than that, there really aren't any huge guys getting cut. And I'm just now blabbing because Dylan is – Hastily writing that he's got a pee. I should have just said that. I don't know why. He's got a pee. So, all right. Stick around. Hanging with D's will be right back after they drain the main vein. Now might be a good time to do that thing you've been putting off while listening to this godforsaken show. And we're back. Piss accomplished. Why do you have? Sh- why are your like basketball shorts hanging on the doorknob of your bathroom? Doesn't everybody play basketball in the bathroom? I'm per- I don't know. I probably took them off, took a shower, and just hung them there so they didn't lay on the disgusting floor. Or Nicole did it. I don't know. Okay. That's... Well, right. you got to throw my business out there, man. It's fucking weird, man. Again. I've seen your bathroom, so... Uh, it was just clean today by my maid. Uh... <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't want to put... I don't like putting my shoes on your bathroom floor, <laughs> let alone clothes. Anyway, all right. So, moving on to the other big news of the week as far as sports is concerned, and that is March Madness is here. It's tourney time. And two things I'm just going to point out. Number one is it's a great day when Duke is not in the tournament. Or Kentucky. I didn't even realize. First time since 1976, I believe, that neither of those are in the tourney. Together? I knew that it was the first time Duke has not been in since 1995. I didn't even realize Kentucky wasn't in it. Yeah. Probably because I don't have a hatred for Kentucky the way I have for Duke. Mm. But, yeah, that's, wow. I didn't even put that together. Uh, The number one seeds, uh, no surprise, Gonzaga, number is the number one overall. They did not lose all year. Baylor is the number one. Illinois with a uh, gutted out victory over Ohio State. I was really kind of hoping they'd get to slap Michigan around again in the final, but Ohio State beat Michigan. You're used to hearing that. Yeah. Uh, and then Illinois, man, they got out to like a 17-point lead in the first half, and kudos to them. Ohio State finally started hitting their shots. Closed it to within five, ended up tying the game, went to overtime, and Illinois uh, didn't really run away with an OT, but uh, once they got a lead, they never relinquished it. So they are the Big Ten champs, and subsequently also a number one seed in the Midwest. And I was a little surprised, but Michigan did get the the, the fourth number one seed. I thought that uh, losing prior to the final might take them out and maybe bump up one of the other teams, but no. So two big 10 teams are one seeds. And uh, did you fill out a bracket? Mm-mm. Of course not. Cause you don't know shit about basketball. That's I don't really know shit about to basketball. be fair. I filled it out. Usually when people fill it out and they don't, know I, anything. I was just going to say, yeah, the, the ones that, Oh, their colors are pretty. And they end up winning the fucking million dollars. Cause yeah. Craziest story I remember was it was actually Mike and Mike and Mike like ten years ago. One of their producers, uh, their mom was British, so she didn't know anything. Didn't even know the schools or anything. 
had her fill out a bracket and she did really fucking well. She was in like the point zero like five percent of the world. Wow. Yeah. I'll probably fill out another one just because I went through really quickly without doing any research. I'll at least look at some teams. And it'll be better than the one you actually do research for, probably. 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 Yeah. Although, probably not, though, because uh, I'm a homer. I picked Illinois to win it all. Mm. I picked Gonzaga to finally get knocked out, I think, in the Elite Eight. Um, in fact, I picked Gonzaga and... Michigan to not make it to the final four. I picked Illinois or actually Gonzaga. No, now I don't remember who I picked, which pisses me off. I'll just click on the old turning challenge and this isn't tied to my account. So I can't tell you uh, unless I go through this. I think I have really, Virginia, I think I picked in this bracket. And this one, I believe I took. Yeah, I'm making you do this. No, I'm not making you do this because now I really I was don't. gonna say we, it's really a long, it's gonna be a long show already. I really don't remember. Yeah. I got Illinois going all the way. Let's okay. just say that. All right. And I think I got Alabama in the final four. Or Texas. No, Texas. Mm. So yeah. But yeah, I'll probably do another one where I'm use a little bit more sense. Mm. But yeah, like I said, the the biggest surprise to me, not really surprised because I haven't played well all year, but but Duke not being in and uh because of the whole Rona thing, it's funny they have four teams picked mm-hmm. to be replacement teams. Right? If one of the other teams for some reason can't play their game. Now I'm sure that it's this way, but I don't know cuz I didn't look. I got to imagine that's just for the first round. I would think so, yeah. I mean, like, let's just say Gonzaga gets to the Elite Eight and then they get COVID. They're not going to throw Oklahoma or whoever Duke. it is. Now, Duke's, Duke's in the NIT. the second four out. So, like, they're not oh. even an alternate. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, I would imagine that if, if something like that happens during the tournament, they're going to get a bye. But everybody is supposed to – they're all being played in Indianapolis and – I got to imagine these these teams are basically going to be locked in their hotels except for practice and games. Right. So that they can avoid any kind of outbreak. Uh, a couple teams are dealing with it right now and are traveling late to Indy, but I think once they get there, they're probably going to be safe um, once the first games tip off. But should a team have to fall out, they do have replacement teams uh, on the ready so that they can get a full tournament in. And I'm just happy they're going to get a tournament in because last year it was literally yanked out from under us literally, what, 48 hours before it was supposed to start? Some something, shit like that. Something yeah. like that. So, yeah, go Illinois. First number one seed since 2005, third overall. Two out of the last three times that they've been number one seeds, they have made the final four. So cool. just, just playing the odds. I think they uh, they got a really, really good team. So. We'll see how that goes. Uh, righty, moving on. And we'll talk more about the tournament on our next show because we'll we'll probably be through the first round and maybe even the second round, depending on what when we can get together and, and do one. So I'm sure there's going to be upsets and good games. Mm. Uh, 
Do you want to stay in the whole sports realm? And yeah, because I have sports news. UFC is finally going to have a card allowing fans in Jacksonville next month. For uh, I think it's April 24th. Really? I know they were trying Texas really hard. Yeah, but instead they're going to do Jacksonville. Um, i got to pull the card back up because it looks like a pretty damn good card. I think it's uh, Masvidal versus Usman. That'll be a really good fight. Yeah, good fight. Um, Chinese featherweight, whose name I can't pronounce, Zhang. Her name's like Z H A N G, is defending against Rose Nunes. Is she the one that fought? Joanna, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, that should be a really good fight. And what is the. There's another big fight for. There's three title fights. I'm just trying to remember what the fucking third one was. God damn it. I should have had this queued up. You're on the ESPN website. You could pull that up for me. I don't know why you're not. I'm working on it. Fuck. All right. Uh, click on that. I don't think that's going to give us the card. Usman, Masvidal, we talked about that. Three title fights. Usman Masvidal, two. Valentina Shevchenko putting her women's flyweight title That's against it. Jessica Andrade. And Zhang Wei defending her. So two women's title fights against yep. Rose Namajunas, whatever. Namajunas, yeah. I believe that's who she beat for the title. So um, that's a pretty good card. Um, speaking of which, there's a big fight Friday, too. It's the uh, Stipe Miocic versus uh, Francis Nagano. Francis Nagano rematch, yeah. So yeah, that will be a, a good one. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. So, uh, so that could, That's the next Friday, I believe. Uh, I think it's this Friday. No, 27th is what this says. Oh, okay. So that's accurate, then. Yeah, I mean, in Nagano... God damn, his head, his hands are so fucking heavy. I mean, like, his knockout against Overeem was the craziest, one of the craziest knockouts I've ever seen. Hit him with an uppercut, and uh, fucking Overeem's, the back of his head almost touched his shoulder blades. His fucking head mm. went back so fucking hard, so. Yeah, dude can punch. Yep. So, uh, yeah, all good fights coming up. What right else? On. Um, the only other thing I have that's sports adjacent is... That's what I was alluding to. Okay. God damn. I was just saying. Okay. Um, Pat McAfee, as I've covered before, huge, huge Pat McAfee fan, even so it's the only show, like, radio show I've ever called into. Yeah. It's, um, a, it's basically a podcast. It's on YouTube, but you can also listen to it on Sirius XM, uh, I mean, I'm sure if you listen to us, you at least know who Pat McAfee is. He's punter, former punter for the Colts. Uh, fucking hilarious. He's been on Barstool. He's been on ESPN. Now he's got his own thing. Wrestled and, on NXT as well. Yeah. And very, very entertaining. Kind of a guy's guy. Uh, entertaining show. You know, I would say, like, we probably model our shit by his we're not really politically correct and we just kind of go off the cuff and talk shit so yeah anyway yeah. uh he found himself in a little not really hot water but uh midst of a controversy this past week i'll let you uh yeah on friday there. um he announced on his show that um 
if you're not familiar, he it's a three-hour talk show, so he has guests on like every other show does, and a lot of his guests will be ESPN personalities. Um, Ariel Hawani will come in, talk a little MMA. Dan Orlovsky will come in, talk some football. Um, Jet Chasson, I believe, is the baseball commentator, yeah. um, and amongst other people as well. Well, Friday he announced that he didn't say who it was, but a few of those people uh, reached out to him and said, hey, just a heads up, I can no longer appear on your show. ESPN, there's a mandate from upstairs that we are basically banned from your show. So he announced on his show, and he seemed really bummed out, but he wasn't ang- didn't come off as angry, angry or anything no, like that. No, he played just, it very, very diplomatically, basically saying, look, I don't care, you know, it's... It's business, blah blah blah. But yeah, you could, you could sense he wanted to throw out a few fuck yous there, right? So Saturday, it comes out. Well, it doesn't come out. Does um, he do live shows on Saturday too? No, he doesn't do shows okay. on Saturday. Because um, he also McAfee has been on ESPN a few times for Get Up um, on College Game Day. He's been there live several times. He's also just did a segment from his own studio while he'll do his uh, hammer down picks mm. where he has a toy Thor's hammer. Yeah. Like hammer it and like smashes the table. It's pretty funny. Anyway. So much like myself, his audience got fucking pissed. So they tweeted ESPN saying it's bullshit. You didn't though. I did not. Cause I don't have Twitter, yeah. but using the hashtag ESPN stinks and caused a massive firestorm. And the blowback was so bad. ESPN re- released a statement through a reporter saying <laughs> the first statement was we never intended to ban anyone from Pat McAfee's show and McAfee read it and said uh well that's fucking bullshit because that's what yeah, that's new- exactly what I was told yeah and said well moving forward we're going to you know create a policy so that our per- uh, personalities couldn't appear on outside shows McAfee again said well probably a fucking good idea should have thought of that in the first pa- first place the best part though was on Friday when he live facetimed Ariel no, uh, Orlovsky, I believe. No, no it was, was Ariel, yeah. Yeah, Ariel, he, he, because that's how they always talk to him. So while they're on the air, he FaceTimes this guy that he's not supposed to have on his show, and he's like, hey, what's up? And the guy's like, are we on the air? He's like, yeah. You missed it. No, you're telling it wrong. He FaceTimes him, Ariel answers, and goes, why did you answer? You're not supposed to answer. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the show, and he goes, you're live right now? Yeah, and then just silent. gets silent, <laughs> and then hangs up. Anyway, so during that statement, the, the the ESPN rep closed it with uh, Pat McAfee moving forward. Pat McAfee will continue to appear on ESPN programming. And McAfee's like, well, that's not fucking true either. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to uh, have a hard time getting him to come back on. Yeah. Unless there's some, uh, some major ass kissing in the near future. Cause I mean, people like Pat McAfee. It's, yeah. I mean, he was hilarious even when he was a punter. And if you, <clears throat> if you've never heard it, and you're a sports fan, football fan, get online, go to YouTube, whatever, and and just search for his story about Troy Palamalu. Palamalu. Yeah. Troy Palamalu. Just him telling the story about the, the fake punt that was supposed to be his shining moment of glory and how Troy Palamalu, I believe he, he titles this segment, How Troy Palamalu Ruined My Life or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And the, the story is fucking hilarious. So check that out if you can. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, I, I get it. I, I understand where it's coming from because he is gaining more and more popularity. And while right now he's only a YouTube guy, 
mm-hmm. I could clearly see him going big time with this. Um, I agree, but I think it's going to be just on YouTube because he did try the terrestrial radio route, but he, like he's, he said in that same video, he goes, I can't be FVC. No, but he could do serious. Like he's he is signed. On, he, well, but that's a licensing thing. Yeah. I could see if his popularity grows a, a flip of that being he is, he signs a big serious deal with the ability to show, show like video clips. on on YouTube type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, well, I mean, I don't that's kind of what they're doing now. Why Well, would but see- you can get on YouTube and stream the whole show live. Oh, okay. So what sort I'm of similar is, like Rogan does where yeah. the whole shows on Sirius yes. but clips are on available on YouTube. Yeah, I I could see that down the road being a possibility. I fucking hope not cuz I'm not serious and I'm not getting serious. Well, is what it is, man. Yeah. Let's get with the times. Get with the times. What do you t- with satellite radio? Yeah. No, it's not with the times. It's fucking 15 years ago. The the times is YouTube. Okay, but not everybody can turn YouTube on in their fucking car. I mean, but can, everyone but can turn on Sirius Radio. To. What are you talking about? No, but you can. It's very easy to get. You serious. can also turn on YouTube. Everyone has a mobile device, and you have an aux cord. So you're telling them to break the law? How's that? You're not. You're not supposed to have video on. Okay, but even if it's just on, you could. So what? Big fucking deal. You, it doesn't have to. I be, am above the law. <laughs> it doesn't have to be on your fucking. That's no. I know. Not I, what I, I would see do. what you're saying, but I'm just saying, don't be surprised if that's not what happens. I fucking hope not. I. It'd be really good for him, but I, I in the short term, because he'd get a massive paycheck. But I don't. I think long term, the move is to just stay on YouTube until you get Joe Rogan money. Or, but even I mean, still, though, I could see like Fox making a play for him Fox Sports because I mean they they took Skip Bayless who I don't know how they he's not even popular most people fucking hate him but they paid him 32 million for 4 years right. I mean if the, if that's the route you do then do the Rogan route where it's on Spotify you can still listen to it for free and you have clips on YouTube as well so like you have the clips be like the appetizer if you will the only the, if if it happens with like serious then i could see that happening if it happens with with fox i don't see it happening i think that's going to be an exclusive thing watch the show and then maybe i have that backwards i think you have that backwards mm, i don't know man money talks well, if I'm... fox comes to him and offers him fucking 10 million a year you don't think he'll tell youtube to kiss his ass if they say look here's 40 million dollars for you to do to sign with us for four years and do your show the way you want to do it, obviously slightly censored because you know we're a cable network, but you can't put it on YouTube. You think Pat's going to say no? I'm going to go ahead and make this YouTube money for far, far less than ten million a year. Um, I th- the scenario you're talking about is like the show is on Fox, like the Fox Sports app, and then clips are on youtube still or if they even allow clips on youtube i gotta imagine he's gonna push really hard for clips on youtube still well, i'm just saying which was the right move Mo- money that's, talks that's, man. money talks well then fox is stupid because i would still want that free well, ad they signed fucking skip bayless 
I would still want million, the so clips we've already on established that Fox is stupid. I would still want the clips on YouTube as an as the appetizer to draw people to no, that. You app, can want, you want a lot do. of things, but if a network like that, uh, uh, th- that's what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. talking business wise. That's what I would want is that ha- still put your clips on YouTube as the the tease to draw people to your Fox Watching Sports app, live. which is what Rogan still does. You know, he puts clips on of his show. Still on YouTube, and it, every clip ends with the advertisement. The show, in full, is on Spotify. Go check it out on Spotify. So, anyway, all right. So, moving on. I think we're done with sports. Yep. The much hyped, and we even talked about South Park vaccination special. South Park spelled with a Q. Yeah, I didn't know why. Until I watched the show. Oh, I knew why immediately, but yeah. Did you? I I had no clue. Can you not knock the table over, fat ass? I dropped my cap. Sorry. So yeah, South Park had their big vaccination special. my fat reaching for it. Uh, It aired, what, Wednesday of last week and Mm -hmm. has been on, I believe, um, 27 times since. Somewhat close to that number. Mm. And I gotta say... It's going to be a no for me, dog. Yeah, I wasn't that impressed either, no. to be honest. It had, look, it had its moments. It really did. Like the old people going, you know, we're going to the club to get some pussy, you know, because they were all vaccinated. But um, for the most part, <coughs> I thought it was a letdown. Uh, the, the main plot point was is that the vaccination is, of course, out and people are lining up at Walgreens for it, but nobody could get it because they had to be old or... It's like a nightclub, basically. Yeah, yeah, and it was set up. They had, like, big bouncers, security guards, and... Are you on the list? Yeah, had a, had a guest list and everything. The kids decided that they were going to break in and steal the vaccinations by posing as a community kids, <laughs> spelled with Ks, Um and steal it for their teachers, one of which the teachers quit because they wouldn't get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And so they had to bring in a replacement teacher, which was Mr. Garrison yeah. is back after serving four years as the president. And, of course, everybody fucking hates him and yeah. reminds him why. And he thinks it's has nothing to do with the fact that he was the president. But yeah. Um, Mr. Service was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. He had his own Secret Service agent who he called Mr. Service, which if you're a South Park fan, you remember Mr. Hat, Mr. Twig, Mr. Slave, and now Mr. Service, who is wearing a suit and tie from the waist up and little blue Speedos from the waist down. Yeah. That part was kind of amusing. And they brought QAnon into the whole thing. And then it got weird. Yeah. With the whole, like, it was almost like he was talking to Matt and Trey. Yeah. You know, when they started, they had him out and they kept changing Mr. White to little different things. Because the whole QAnon thing, talking about how the Hollywood the elites, the Hollywood elites, right? Yeah. So Matt and Trey are the elites physically, like, actually stopping him, like, from getting the message out and yeah. changing the world around him. And yeah. So, like I said, it, it was. Had its hits, but it was mostly a miss for me. Nothing I agree. Nearly as funny as as the pandemic special. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know what what's going to be next for them, but after now having seen two shows, I wish they would just go back to the 
what they did. And that is, yeah, it's kind of weird. I was saying after the pandemic special, Hey, just do specials moving forward. That way you have time to work on them and they're great. But we saw a one hour special that wasn't very good. No. And I mean, like I said, pandemic special knocked it out of the park. This one was, uh, kind of a bloop single. Yeah. <laughs> it just wasn't great. Right. Uh, again, had its moments and, and I realize material wise, I mean, you could still get a lot of material out of the shit going on in the world. Yeah. And I mean, you could get a lot of material out of what's going on politically right now. I mean, if you make fun of Trump, the political correctness special, there you go. Yeah. You know, who, who are they going to get to play Biden is the big question. Yeah. He might just be Biden. Yeah. I, to go out, I still can't believe the man hasn't given a press conference. Mm. Almost three months, not mm. a single press conference. That's unheard of. Mm. And he won't talk without a teleprompter. Mm. So, mm. what's that tell you? Mm. He's fucking incompetent. Mm. Anyway, <coughs> so yeah, South Park. I don't know that I necessarily give it a thumbs down, but... I kind of part of me wants to rewatch it. I've uh, watched it twice. Yeah. And while again, I think there's just enough of those funny parts that that literally make you laugh that it's not just horrible. So like if I was going to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, I would say about a 5. Yeah. Whereas the pandemic special, I would have given a, a solid 8 cuz I just thought that was, I'd give it a 9 personally. Yeah, I thought it I'm was funny all the way through and this one just didn't really hit the way that one did. Uh other news we got Falcon and the Winter Soldier is coming out on Friday. Do you want to push no, never mind. Um and I know you're not really all excited for it, but I think it'll be good. It'll be a nice change of pace from WandaVision. The the writers or director, whoever showrunner has already basically come out and said that this is like the antithesis to WandaVision. This is a, like an action buddy cop type thing. And it'll be interesting to see which way they go with it. I don't think you're going to see a lot of magical powers and like that. It's going to be more along the lines of like a, an action superhero action. Like, I don't know if it's going to be Hydra or um, if they bring any of those, second and third tier villains in. I got to admit when WandaVision turned back into, as honest trailer said, you know, people shooting particle effects at each other. Well, it's a superhero. I I know, but I'm starting to feel it. I'm starting to feel the superhero fatigue. Now I, we had a break because of COVID and everything. So we hadn't had anything in a while. So it only took you one little series. Yep. WandaVision. Once it went back to it, I'm like, I'm starting to feel it again. And, uh, which again, none of that is going to really pay off. I think until we get to, um, Dr. Strange and yeah, the year, or, or when maybe even Spider-Man, I don't know which one is slated to come out first, but, um, and I'm in, I mean, I'm, I'm going to check it out. I'm a superhero geek. So, uh, I think so it'll lie, but at it, at its core, I think it'll at least be entertaining I don't expect it to be like Breaking Bad, ground you know, groundbreaking television or anything like that. But I think it'll be a, a decent little. I know, but I mean, again, 
I know I'm in the minority here, but that's part of the reason why I like the first half of WandaVision was it's different. And yeah. when when I see uh, the Winter Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm like, okay, it's an action superhero show. I, we've we've seen that a lot. I mean, there's only so many ways you can cut that. I, you realize they still print comic books, right? Yeah, I get that. Like once a month, they they come out with a, like a whole new story, and they've been doing it for how often? Seventy five, eighty, ninety, hundred years. I don't even know, but sure. How often do you read comic books? No, but a nowadays? lot of people do. Sure, a lot of people do. But my point is, like, there's always going to be a place for that genre. I I get it. I'm just add a you just wrinkle. Need something to bitch about. I guess. No, no, not at all. I just add a wrinkle to it or something. Again, that's why overall I I liked WandaVision because it was different and kind of okay, Twin well, Peaks. I don't know. Here's an idea. Give it a fucking chance. You haven't watched a second of the show. Maybe it's going to be awesome. Instead of judging it because of. <sighs> The few minutes of particle beam shooting that you saw in WandaVision. Well, no, that's not why I'm judging. I'm judging it off the trailer, which is, you know, it doesn't really do anything for me. It's just, I, you know, it feels like, okay, I've seen it. Maybe there's more comedy in it because it, it does have a buddy I cop would vibe. Imagine, yeah. Which, okay, I could kind of deal with that. And, like, you could also do the partners that hate each other type of deal. You know, that yeah. that is fun. You know, we haven't seen that. You know, we've saw it a little bit in some of the Avengers movies with those two characters specifically. I like to see a little bit more of that, but I got a feeling it probably won't be. It'll be, hey, we went through this battle and we lost Cap, so we're good now. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I I think the whole Cap and Shield thing's gonna play a big part. And just a off the wall prediction, I think that. By the time it's all said and done, Bucky will be Cap, the official like recognized Captain America, and Falcon will go back to being Falcon, even though it looks like he becomes kind of a, which he did in the comics, he becomes Captain America and still is the Falcon but has the shield. But I think as it progresses, I think it'll eventually transition over to Bucky. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, then Justice League, which we've talked about several times. The early reviews are coming out, and I think they had an actual online premiere, red carpet premiere, which I don't know how you do an online red carpet premiere. Zoom! But, yeah, but apparently they did that. But uh, the early reviews are coming out, and I am I'm encouraged. There are the naysayers, mm-hmm. but by and large, most of the reviews are praising it. Yeah, what I've I, I've only list, uh, saw two reviews. One from Angry Joe, who just had a straight up nerdgasm about how awesome it was and everything. And the one I saw before that was Andy Signor. Um, that's I'm not gonna open that can of worms, but he he started uh, honest trailers, the Screen Junkies channel, got me tooed, came out and said that's bullshit. I have the proof that it's bullshit anyway. So he has his own channel different story for a different day but anyway um his review was he liked it and he said did we need it no probably not no not really but i mean he did say it is it is better but yeah everything that i'm reading so far is that you come away with it recognizing that it is a totally different movie like it a totally different direction 
um, the, the center point of the plot is completely different. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I'm uh, I was optimistic before, and now I'm I'm very optimistic because I am in the minority, and I didn't hate Justice League. Didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. I don't think most people hated it, though. I think no, most people. There's a lot of people. Of course, they're probably more mainstream than me because, again, I am, you know, a comic geek. And anytime I can see those heavy hitters on screen, I'm in. Um, but yeah, I, I, like I said, I'm excited. We get, I know we get a lot more backstory to. Uh, the other characters as opposed to just Batman, Superman and, and Wonder Woman. We don't really need a lot of backstory on Aquaman, although we are going to get some. Um, but I know it dives uh, much deeper in the uh, Flash and Cyborg side of the whole thing. So, again, that comes out on Friday and I'll actually be in Chicago all weekend, so I won't get to uh, partake in it till probably Monday or Tuesday. But oh, OK, Um We'll try and uh, knock all four and a half hours of that out for our next watch. And uh, you actually have. I know. I need to watch this. A- about seven hours of uh, <laughs> Justice League to watch because you need to watch the beginning or the first one. Yep. In order to. Are You said all weekend. Friday? Is that. Yeah, I'm gone Friday. Okay, never mind then. Because I was thinking that we could do that. I could watch the original one Friday, give my review, and then the next show we could give. No, our... but if. Like, if you. Over the course of the weekend, maybe Friday, want to watch that? Mm. Just kind of write some, yeah, brief notes, synopsis, whatever, what you think, and then uh, when we come back, we can push through everything else and, mm. and see what's up. So yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, like he just alluded to, I will be gone, so we won't be doing a Friday show. Uh, it'll probably be sometime early next week, depending on his schedule. And before we let you go here, I am going to do a quick refresh just to see if anything has popped off in the old free agent market. I doubt it because it's only been an hour. Browns have signed who? That was yesterday. Why is that up there now then? Techerist McKinley. Former Raider. No, oh, no, that that is today. Sorry. Yeah, Today's was, the 16th. My yeah. Bad. Oh, my motherfucking God. Damn it. Mike Hilton is going to the Bengals. What? What is he thinking? He wants Has to... he not watched a Bengal game in the last fucking 30 years? Yeah. Money. Yeah. No, that's a sad day, but at least we got Cam Sutton. I, I kind of figured we were going to lose one of them if I was given a choice it would have been i would have taken hilton over sutton but is what it is i i would say good luck but i would be lying right uh, you're going to fucking cincinnati so uh, yeah have fun hmm. uh diana russini spoke to a source in washington about the possibility of the wft trading for sam darnold oh and was told don't waste your time so yeah Way to, way to go, ESPN. Let's put that on the website, even though it has absolutely no chance. Especially with the headline, saying. could Washington have interest yeah, in Sam Yeah, Darnold. the headline. Yeah, could they have interest? And then you read the tweet. Nope. Yeah. Sure don't. So, yeah, that's uh, the only real news is that uh, the Steelers are losing another one of their defensive players. 
that we didn't want to lose. But anyway, that will, I believe, nope. wrap up. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Bill Burr. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Bill Burr. So, yeah, Bill Burr, who both of us, if you remember way back about, I don't know, 49 or so episodes ago. Uh, it was one of our first. It was like episode three or four. Yeah. yeah. When we ranked the our top comedians of all time, uh, both of us, we didn't have him in our top five, I don't believe. I know I didn't. I don't think you did either. I think, I'm pretty sure I did. Did you? Either way, we both, he, he might have had him in his top five. I had him in my honorable mention, and he made the news yesterday mm-hmm. or for the Grammys. Which, before you get into the Bill Burr, I got two things on the Grammys. Number one, okay, we're going through all this cancel culture bullshit. Pepe Le Pew. Um, now I'm drawing a blank on who's the other one. I mean, Gina Carano. Yeah, all these people. Dr. Or, Seuss. Doc, yeah, Dr. Seuss is what I'm thinking of. Oh, my God, they're so bad. They're so bad. Yet, live television, or not live television, whatever it was, but on television, prime time, they had fucking wet ass pussy performed live mm-hmm. i mean like dave portnoy made a, a tweet that basically said so our videos get taken down for content yet on abc right now i'm staring at megan the what's her name i don't know the, the other not cardi b i'm looking at megan's asshole yeah he's like somebody makes sense of this for right. me and the other thing is i'm going to echo most of the rock and rollers out there fuck the grammys because in their gone segment you know of people we've lost a they didn't even fucking mention in the very first part of the show didn't even mention eddie van halen and then later on when they had a a a little in memoriam type in memoriam thing where they had some people performing other artist tracks they showed Eddie Van Halen for like less than 15 seconds. Wow. Yeah. To the point where Wolf Wolfgang Van Halen put out a long tweet and how disappointed he was. And yeah. he's like, you know, it, it hurts me. He goes, but all in all, he goes, if Pop was here, I'm sure he'd say, eh, who gives a shit? Yeah. Which he's probably right because Eddie was about the music. But still, that just goes to show that, like, for one, Rock's never been respected in the music industry when it comes to awards and things like that. But mm. the Grammys, like how can you not have a feature on a man who literally changed the way music yeah. sounds? I mean, how many people out there picked up a guitar because of Eddie Van Halen? Right. And it's just ridiculous. But anyway, Bill Burr was on a part of the Grammys and I'll, yeah, he introduced a, a few uh, awards. Um, it's the, called the premiere show. It's basically not televised on, but it was like online type thing. The smaller awards. I know yeah, the, the stuff that they don't want to put in the, the three hours on primetime TV pre-recorded right. basically. Right. So one of the awards he announced was uh best Latina artist or album or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, The awards he got to announce like best Latin stuff, uh, best choir performance, best opera performance. Like, yeah. Yeah. Bill Burr's. Yeah. He's uh one of those people that probably enjoys all that stuff. Right. Not. So, so anyway, so the biggest, point of controversy or the moment that was relevant at least was he came out to introduce best Latina artist and said, 
Uh, well, for, I think he led with, does anyone want to kill themselves during that piano part? Yeah, there was a song played right before he was introduced. It was this really somber piece of, of piano music. And yeah, he says that. Yeah. So then he said, man, I bought a suit for this. I'm losing so much money right now. And then he goes, uh, yeah, I know feminists are going crazy right now. What's the cis white uh, male doing, uh, introducing all these uh, uh, all these awards? And then he announced the winner of the award. He did to be, he did butcher the the girl's name, which I mean, come on, man, you got to learn the chick's name if you're gonna fucking introduce yeah. it. To be fair, but um, he apologized immediately. I'm sorry for butchering your name, Natalie. You won. And Natalia, Natalia, sure. Okay, <laughs> I, I believe you. Um, and Twitter lost their minds over the "kill yourself" comment and the our- Call, calling him racist and everything. Meanwhile, Bill Burr's w- wife is black. I'm like Wesley Snipes, black, like dark black. Yeah. And it was just hilarious because, you know, he doesn't give a fuck about no, that at all. Uh, Although I, I have to admit, I actually went to Twitter when I because I saw the news article. Bill Burr in hot water faces backlash over comments. I'm like, all right, let's see what they're saying on Twitter. I have to admit, most people are we're, we're defending him and making fun of the facts that yeah. people were upset. Like I, a couple of tweets I saw, one of them was like, I don't know what Bill Burr said, but if people are mad, I agree with him. Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically the way I feel like he's a comedian and I'm so sick of this shit. It, go back. In, in throughout history of, of comedy and think of the guys that, that are on top of your lists, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, George Lopez, George Lopez got huge. He's not, I wouldn't okay. put him as one of the greatest, but there was a time when George Lopez, I thought, I thought you were going to say George Carlin, but no, well, George Carlin's an old white guy, but okay. The point is, is that these guys, um, Dave Chappelle, all of these guys hit unbelievable superstardom making fun of not only black people or Mexican people, but white people. Right. I mean, like stereotypes and things of that nature have been a part of comedy forever. Right. And now all of a sudden you, you can't say it. Right. And it's going to kill comedy. It's going to try to kill comedy, but I, I don't well, Yeah, but... I mean, Bill Burr's still doing fine. Like the one of my favorite responses was Bill a Burr. Picture, oh, go ahead. Was Bill Burr? It's a, it, someone said Bill Burr uh, when he hears about people being pissed on Twitter, and it's the clip of Breaking Bad, yeah. of him laying on the massive pile of cash. That was what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this is what he thinks about when people are angry, and he's just laying there like taking a nap, yeah, on billions of dollars, right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, guys like that, he's old school and he's going to be around for a little bit, but I mean, in general, mm-hmm. as, as the future, the new generation of comics coming up, like the, you're literally taking away a lot of their material. If everybody gets butt hurt over a fucking joke. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know about that because again, everyone, we talk about cancel culture and everything. It's, it's a very loud and these companies do realize this too. It's a very loud vocal minority. Like I talked about, I searched Twitter cause I wanted to see the responses of an overwhelmingly. Most of it was positive and people laughing at the people that were offended. Right. It's just, it's a very, very loud vocal minority. Look at South park and Beavis and butthead and 
all these things that oh they're ruining society we need to cancel them and they they're they're fine so i i think a lot of it is just noise and i'd like to see these i hope so i really do no i I, again uh, i I saw bill bill maher i think two weeks ago did a piece on uh, cancel culture and some group i can't remember who it was did a poll and eighty four percent of people believe cancel culture has gone too far. Oh, well, so we're yeah. we're not we're not in the minority here. It's just yet the people in power need to realize that that just all you have to do like Netflix is really good about this too because Bill Burr is you know, he's made jokes that made people upset. Dave Chappelle, um, Tom Segura got in a lot of trouble because he did a big bit about the word retard and how you can't say it anymore. They just they don't respond. They just pretend they just don't say anything. They don't respond. Two weeks goes by, the news cycle passes, and people forget about it. Something and they else move on. gets canceled or attempted to cancel. Yeah, and just and, and that's I'm the glad, response. I'm glad that that's the way it is for now. Right. But as this generation grows and expands, as it will, I'm just saying, and maybe I won't see it, maybe you won't see it, but. It's trending in the wrong direction. I'll just say that. I know right now they are the minority, but five years ago, you didn't hear anything about any of this. Okay. Here's here's something that might make you feel a, bit, a little bit better. You were alive during the time. Tipper Gore in the 80s yeah. with the music industry. WAP just got performed at the Grammys. Yeah. No, there's, there's I mean, a beam of hope, but I just... I don't know. I try to remain positive, especially considering most people do I guess, hate it. I think people are more angry now because of it's coming. Like you referenced the Tipper Gore thing. That was one thing. Yes, it was huge at the time, but now it's, and and I've said it once. I've said it a million times. Social media yeah. is the ultimate devil here. One person goes on fucking Twitter or Facebook and me, 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 this made my pussy hurt and blah, blah, blah. And then somebody shares it, they share it, and then it blows up into this thing. And that's where, like I said, on social media, you can literally turn anything into a big thing just by putting it out there. And we didn't have that 15, 20 years ago. I get that, but I think that that's, again, some of the, uh, the people in charge, the big companies... They're going to learn what I just said, which is that it's a vocal minority. Just let it pass, and it'll move on. For Again, for now. Uh, okay. Until uh, until the people like me and you or whatever are too old for the clickety-clack. But again, we're in that 84%, so it's most of us. For now is what I'm saying. Okay. Again, I, I'm not as—I find it annoying, but I'm not scared like, by yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not— no, don't get me. I'm not scared that we're going to lose everything, but we shouldn't lose anything. Mm. You know, it's it's entertainment. Right. As you said, if we can have a song called Wet Ass Pussy, mm. why can't somebody tell dick jokes? You know, it just you got Pepe Le Pew getting canceled for cartoons that were basically made in the 60s and 70s where all he's trying to do is kiss on a cat. Meanwhile, we have a fucking president who there's literally like a 10-minute clip you can pull up on YouTube right now of him trying to sniff kids. But that's okay. Well, to be, you got mentioned the president before that, too, and he had some... Oh, he just he said, had, grab him by the pussy. There's actual video evidence. He talked evidence. about doing it, though. Yeah. 
I'm not saying it's right. I mean, I'm yeah, just, it was stupid. But, but anyway, yeah, I agree with your point, point, though, either yeah. way. We had back... Right. Yeah, the, the same people that wanted to cancel Pepe Le Pew for... And they don't mention the fact that there were several of those cartoons where it was reversed, mm-hmm. and Pepe Le Pew fell into some black paint and looked like a cat, and the cat tried to rape him. Mm-hmm. But Penelope the fucking cat's not canceled. Mm-hmm. Sexist bullshit. <laughs> anyway. So, so, yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at. All right. Well, I think that's going to uh, wrap it up for this week. For it's now. not as long as I thought it would be. No. I, I, yeah. I was, I was kind of worried we'd have, like, a fucking two-hour show, but. Well, I mean, where are we? An hour and a half. Yeah, buck 40-ish, buck 35. Uh, yeah. Where are you seeing that? Up at the top. Oh, yeah, I guess I'm you are. seeing that at the bottom. Book yeah, that's probably too. closer. Anyway. All right. Anyway, yeah, we'll be back sometime next week. And uh, like I said, I'm sure we're going to have a lot more NFL news. We'll have some tourney stuff to talk about, talk about Justice League. And uh, we'll go from there. So I'm Dees. He's Dylan. Bye-bye. See ya.